Welcome to Moments with Marilyn. I'm your host, Marilyn Boyer, the mom of 14 homeschool kids who love the Lord and love each other. I absolutely love young moms, and it's my passion to give you tips and tools to make your journey easier. Today's topic is teaching your kids to do chores without making them hate it. That's something we all would want to know. So let me, before we get started, let me remind you, you can access our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, or wherever you choose to access your podcasts. So how did I handle chore time? I'm going to give you some tips of things that I found helpful. And what I would do, summer is the time when I would assign new chores. And I wanted the school year to flow more naturally instead of having to teach the kids how to do the chores during when we're trying to do school too. So what I did is I made a master list of everything that needed to be done in my house, all the chores that needed to be done. And in the summertime, I would evaluate who was best equipped or who, who had the maturity level to handle which chore. Sometimes it was me, what will mom do? Or sometimes it was the other kids. But each summer, I would evaluate who is the best person to have this chore. And they would keep that chore for the entire school year or chores. It was often more than one chore. But I would use the summer to train the kids how to do the chore. Because if you say, go clean the bathroom, your kids will do what they think is clean. You know, they'll clean it the way that they think is best. But unless you train them how you want it done, the tools that you want used, exactly how you would do it, they probably aren't going to please you the way that they do it. So use that time in the summer to train the kids in the chores. My goal was to have all my kids at some point go through all the chores because our main goal is to equip our kids for life and they need to know how to do all the chores that need to be done in a home. So my end goal was to train each child in each chore, but we broke it down into bite-sized bits and we would train them for the chores that they would have for the next school year. And it kind of made it fun too because they would change up the chores. You know, they would have a new chore for the next school year. Uh, it was a temptation just to keep them on the same chore. If somebody vacuums well, have that be their chore all the time, but it was so important for my kids to learn how to do the chores well. And let me just say, there's one of my kids was so distractible that he would have vacuuming as a chore. In our house with 14 kids, you had to vacuum every day. So he, that was his only chore for a year because he was so distractible that it would be hard for him to focus what chore was a Monday chore, Tuesday chore, Wednesday chore. So for a whole year, um, his chore was vacuuming. When he got up in the morning, he knew, I need to vacuum. And that just worked best for him. For the other kids, you know, it was fun for them to change up the chores. And when I was training them for a new chore, I would let them watch me do it. I would do the chore and have them watch me do the chore and explain to them how to do the chore and what tools to use. And then I would have them do the chore and watch them do it and say, oh, you know, we need to tweak it this way, you know, get in the corner better when you sweep or whatever. 
and I found that some kids needed more training. For instance, I had one daughter who was a very creative type. She could write stories. Um, she was just extremely creative. She was a people person, but she didn't really see things that needed to be cleaned very well. So one year, dusting was her chore. And I would go around and I would find things that were not dusted. And at first I thought, she's just being disobedient. She, doesn't, she wants to get out of doing this chore, so she's just doing the bare minimum. But then I realized, you know what? She just doesn't see what needs to be done. So for handwriting, I had her go room by room and make a list of everything in that room that needed to be dusted. And then when Tuesday came around, which was chore day for dusting, she would take her little checkoff list and she would check off the things that needed to be dusted. She just needed more help. You'll find that some kids need more help. I had another daughter who saw things that happened before it happened. If you sat down, you were reading a book and you got up to go to the bathroom, you came back, the book was put neatly on the bookshelf, she had been there. You know, she just, it came so naturally to her. She was kind of a clean freak and she saw what needed to be done and she did it without being asked. Kids are different, so you have to, you know, give those ones that need more help, more help. The ones that are more distractible, you might want to stick with the same chore every day for them for a year. And I say the same chore every day. What I did for most of the kids is I wrote down the chores that they would have for Monday, for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And there were different chores each day. Um, except for that one distractible child that one year, he just, it helped him to stick with that one chore all year long. Um, but, you know, if the kids woke up and it was Wednesday, they knew this is my Wednesday chore, this is what I need to do. Evaluate what their maturity level is. And even little kids, I would give chores to, two and three year olds. And yes, you might have to go back at another time and clean up after them to do it more thoroughly. But what you want to communicate is that we are a team. We are a family. We're a team. We're working together and everyone is needed. You know, we need all of you to chip in and do the chore that's assigned to you so that our home will run smoothly. So even the two and three year olds, you know, there are chores that they can do. And I've, I'm giving you this week our freebie, an age-appropriate chore chart. And that might help you. Chores that two to five-year-olds can do. Wall washing. I would give them a neutral cleaner and a dust a, a cloth and let them clean walls. You know, in our home, there were lots of fingerprints on walls. Or cleaning the baseboards. Or cleaning doorknobs. Spray them and clean them feeding animals, dusting the louver doors with a feather duster. They love doing that. Or cleaning the leather furniture with leather wipes. Those are things that two to five-year-olds can do. Then chores for six years and older. They can do dusting, vacuuming, sweeping, mopping, wiping tables and counters, washing dishes or loading the dishwasher, drying dishes. Um, anyway, this chart will be free for you. You'll find it in the show notes. And that might help you to be able to assign those chores. So I made, after I assigned the chores, I made up a chart for each child. And we would put it in their folder so that they would know this school year, these are my chores and these are the days that I do these chores. And that just made it more orderly and more organized for them. 
And then, you know, instead of just, I don't know, being like a drill sergeant and saying, get your chore done, today's Monday, this is what you do, sometimes I would do it with them, just to spend time with them. Say, you know what, mom wants to help you do your chore today so you can get done earlier. So I would help them clean the bathroom or help them sweep the floor, whatever their chore was. And also, you know, if you can make it fun while they're doing their chore, often we would turn on an audio. Um, I've told you about Uncle Rick audios. You know, we've got lots of history selections, audiobooks. So we would turn on an audiobook and we'd listen to an audio about George Washington or Ben Franklin or Francis Marion while we did the chores. And yeah, it might have taken a little bit longer for the chore to get done because the kids were distracted listening to the interesting parts, but it made it was something to look forward to. Instead of just being dry and dull, they looked forward to doing, to listening to the audiobook while they did their chore. And we often would, if we folded laundry, I mean, we had, at one point, we had 16 people living in our home. That's a lot of laundry. So we would have a laundry folding day or several days, <laughs> pretty much did it every day, but we would turn on sometimes like a David Barton video and watch that while we were all folding laundry. So any way that you can find to make it a little bit more fun, so you're not just saying, all right, go get it done and being the drill sergeant and, and all that, it works so much better. Remember to praise your kids. Kids work so well for praise. Sometimes you have to correct them. And I remember times when I would call them back out of bed at night or if they're sitting reading a book and you find out they didn't wipe the crumbs off the counter right, call them back and make them do it right. You know, part of obedience is cheerfully, immediately, and thoroughly. And if they didn't get it done thoroughly, you need to call them back and have them do that chore thoroughly. If you do that on a consistent basis, Maybe when they're reading a book or doing something that they want to do, you call them back to do that chore right. They'll eventually do it right the first time because they, they're going to know that I'm going to have to do it right anyway. Mom's going to call me back and make me do this right. So they'll eventually get through their head and they'll do it right the first time. But, you know, do it with them for fun. Find ways to make it fun and praise them. They need more praise than correction. Sometimes you just need to praise their effort. If they're little and they can't do it quite the way you want it done and you need to go back and do it later when they're not watching, praise them anyway. Praise them for that effort because it takes effort on their part. And one thing I would do is when they went to bed at night, when they were little especially, I would pray with them before I tucked them in at night. And if they had the chore of cleaning the counter off during the day, I would say, God, thank you that Kelly or whoever it was was so diligent in cleaning the crumbs off the counter today. And I'd always kind of peek and you'd see the corner of their mouth turn up. You know, it does something to hear, it does something to their spirit to hear you mention their name in prayer. And it also helps them realize that God sees what they do. You know, God sees whether they do a good job or not. So, that's so important. And you want to teach them those character qualities too, like a thoroughness. I know in Character Trails, the book that we wrote, um, we have a story about thoroughness, an everyday life story. And my grandson, Luke, we actually used to 
to uh, have a part in that story. Well, he called me one day after that book came out, and he said, Nana, I want to thank you for writing character trails. He said, Daddy told me to clean my room, and I did what I thought was good enough, and then I remembered character trails. I remembered that I needed to be thorough, so I went back and I did it thoroughly. You know, that's what we want to do. We want to train our kids how to properly do a chore, how to use their character quality of thoroughness, thoroughness or diligence to apply that to their everyday life, to even doing their chores. And praise is your friend. You know, you want to praise them. If you praise them when they do right or when they attempt to do right, they will take your criticisms a lot better. And criticism is the wrong word. You know, you want to help them learn to do things better, but you don't want to be critical of their work. You want to just show them a better way to do it. And be careful that you don't expect more of your kids than you expect of yourself. I find that sometimes that's a temptation. You want them to do it perfectly, but you don't do things perfectly yourself. You know, learn to be the mom today that you want your kids to remember fondly when they're older. They need to know that you care more about them than you do about those chores. You know, we do want our kids to learn to be thorough, but it's never more important than their spirit. So if we're constantly picky, 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 they're going to think, I can never please mom no matter what, so I'm going to quit trying. So you don't want to be that kind of mom. You don't want to demand perfection. You just want them to do their best. And if they make a mistake, it's okay. You know, remember that having the job done correctly is never worth damaging your relationship with your kids. It's not our goal to get the chore done as much as it's teaching our kids the satisfaction of having a job well done and to teach them the skills that they need to know to be an effective adult. And I think sometimes we just get so busy, we're thinking, I gotta teach the kids school, we gotta do math, we gotta do geography, get this chore done, get it done right now because we need to start school. We don't want to get that way. We don't want to get all wrought up so that our kids resent having to do the chores. And you know, um, I remember growing up, if we ever had company, my mom was like, hurry up, get the chores done. We've got to get the house perfect for company. I didn't do that with my kids. I, we had chores that I told you were assigned certain days. So if Tuesday were the day that dusting got done and we had company on Saturday and there was a little bit of dust on the coffee table by then, so be it. You know, if it's good enough for us as a family to live in, it's good enough for company. So just have a plan. Have a plan to get everything done that needs to be done in a week's time. But don't aim for perfection. You know, when you're raising kids, you can't have a house beautiful. That verse where the ox are, the manger, or where there are no ox, the manger is clean. You know, we've got children. Children are messy. And expect that things are not going to be perfect. Kind of relax a little bit on your expectations. And create the kind of atmosphere in your home that your kids want to be there. They want to be around you. When you can make it fun for them, do it. Because your attitude has so much to do with your kids' attitude. Mom kind of sets the tone for the home. And if you're happy and you're cheerful and you don't get all upset when they spill lemonade all over the floor, you know, you're creating an atmosphere that is going to 
cultivate your kids growing into the people God wants them to be. Your kids are so much more important than the chores or the floor or something getting spilled. You know, I remember having some of the kids' friends over and they one day they spilled lemonade and the child looked at me like, uh-oh, she's going to yell at me. But I just said, that's okay, that was a mistake. You didn't mean to do that and got down there and helped them clean it up. Remember that especially with your own kids. You know, don't make them afraid of making mistakes. We learn from our mistakes and we might learn a better way to handle the lemonade jug or have a large, an older brother or sister pour it for you or whatever. You can learn from your mistakes, but don't, don't demean your kids when they make mistakes. They will make mistakes. We make mistakes. You as the mom make mistakes. And that has to be okay. You know, every failure is just a stepping stone to success and we want to teach our kids that. You know, take them by the hand, do life with them. Don't stress on things you don't have to stress about. There's some stress in life that we can't help. It comes upon us and we need to learn to deal with it. But don't cause more stress in your home. Remember what's mo most important is the hearts of your children, not getting the chores done correctly. The hearts of your children. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this has been helpful to you. And if you have anything you would like to add, you know, tips that you found to make chore time easier, we would love to hear them. I'm always open to new ideas. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.